0: Rifling through those long boxes, and bagging those books. Welcome to your home for Star Wars comics. This is the Cosmic Force Podcast. A Utini Podcast Network production. And now, here are your hosts, Tyler Reganti, Emma Park, Caleb Lamanek, and Jacob Bosch.
1: Hello everybody and welcome to episode 51 of the Cosmic Force and on tonight's episode it is another one of our favorites it is an artist spotlight and tonight we are featuring the art of the one and only Ario Anandito the uh, creator the one of the lead uh, artists of the High Republic so it's going to be a fun show if you have been paying attention to the High Republic Uh, it's going to be a great show tonight. Uh, so let's go ahead and go and say hi to the rest of the team here and we will start where we always do Emma how are we doing tonight we are getting close to the end of your semester right
2: yes that's true hey everybody um yeah just trying to hang in there at this point it's it's been it's been rough that's for sure I'm counting down the days but the nice thing is is that the end of my semester pretty much lines up with exactly two weeks until I leave for celebration. So that's a good thing to to look forward to, to just like, push to me through the finish in, line.
1: One more reason to party in Anaheim, right?
2: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have a blast knowing that the semester is done and I don't have to take any more chemistry classes. <laughs>
1: always oh, i i i guess it's a big deal I, I i as a as a journalism major i didn't have t- i haven't taken a science class since oh. like middle since like middle school so it is
2: such a grade tanker organic chemistry <laughs> highly do not recommend <laughs>
1: All right, let's go ahead and say hello to Caleb. Caleb, how are we doing tonight? Do we ha- What what tie do we have on tonight? Uh, this one is the uh, Millennium Falcon
0: blueprints oh, here. Nice. nice, good solid gold here um, because we're going to deal with some bright, shiny, golden era of the Jedi. I figured we should play it up a little bit here. Uh, I guess I'm kind of in the same page as all of you guys. Like for the first time in a long time, I texted my wife earlier this afternoon. It's like, you know what? i could do with a vacation here pretty soon not not immediately but here pretty soon that'd be that'd be nice
1: <laughs> well luckily we we, it's, we seem to be in a lull from a comics news perspective uh so you so if you're if you're looking to take one now then uh then there isn't you're not gonna be missing too much on the show here exactly all right we are and, and our last host tonight jacob again you're also getting close to the end of your your
3: semester right yeah actually today was my last day of class oh, so wow. um, lucky yeah so it it is my well <laughs> it's lucky that classes are over i don't have to go like i don't have to do any more like new readings um but exams start on tuesday
2: that's terrifying
3: <laughs> so that's not fun and um like last semester they structure so you have like a like five you have like five to six days of like nothing because like they kind of like bunch in thanksgiving break before you take your first exam and then it's one exam per week for three weeks and this semester it's two exams per week for two weeks um and you don't get that big gap on the front end so it's you know um yeah it's fine everything's fine uh you know the, the i take solace in the fact that Um, yeah, I think I said, I think I might've said it last week, but, um, law school makes it hard for you to fail out. So that's, that's great. You know, I'll, I'll still be here next semester, (laughs) um, just on the graces of the system. So we love that.
1: And then you get a a nice little, how long of a break do you get before you are flying across, across the the world?
3: (laughs) Like four days. Oh,
1: wow.
3: (laughs) And I have to move my apartment out in that time. So,
1: so you, you, so, so hold on. So in the next month you are taking finals, you're packing yep. up your apartment, moving yep. your apartment to storage or new storage, unit. Yep. storage, yep. Yep. storage unit. Figuring out what then. to pack into storage and what to take with you across the world
3: mm-hmm.
1: and then taking care of and then moving yourself across the world
3: yeah so yeah oh fun fact on top of that uh, i also so there's a giant career fair at the end of this uh, summer that i have to participate in and also during the month of april i have to submit i have to like write 30 odd cover letters for all these job postings Uh, so that's due in like a week so that's fun
2: it just doesn't sound very nice
3: yeah no it does not you know talk about cramming in some stuff life uh life life finds a way wrong wrong franchise but you know let's
1: go ahead and distract you guys for the next 45 minutes or so and talk about star wars comics so if you are joining us for the first time welcome we are actually a star wars comics podcast that we broadcast live right here on youtube.com slash utini every wednesday night at 8 p.m but if you can't join us live that is perfectly fine because we are also available on all of your favorite podcasting platforms we are also a part of the Uteni podcast network of shows and a Discord channel at Uteni, Uteni.com slash Discord with more than 1,000 members with dozens of channels of conversation to choose from. If you like what you see and you want to say thank you, then head on over to Patreon. Uh, Pat- wow, I'm all over the place tonight. Then head over to our Patreon channel at Patreon.com slash where for as little as $5 a month, you can gain exclusive access to the entire UTD Podcast network of shows, as well as exclusive merch and community involvement activities. And now, before I stumble over even more of my words, I'm going to turn it over to Emma, who is going to say something about our new patrons this week.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So we do have uh, a couple of new patrons. Uh, We have a familiar name here. Earl Q is now on the Jedi High Council um and we also have ziggy who is now a monthly patron thank you both so much your support means everything and allows us to do all sorts of cool things including uh some really awesome celebration stuff and uh if you're gonna be at celebration uh you're gonna want to stop by I-, I saw some cool things in the channel you know some uh some things to give away it's all starting to come together so you're gonna want to stop by if you're at celebration to uh you know get some uh, get some swag so thank you all
1: yeah, I, I don't know if we've announced yet, but I have seen that booth numbers are starting to come out and schedules, panel schedules are starting to come out. So lots of information is coming out about uh, Celebration in general. So uh, I, it's, it's going to be an exciting time. And, and yeah, we highly encourage you to come by and, and say hi to us at uh, wherever we are
2: absolutely and uh and if you want more information on celebration last week or i guess it was this week yeah this week this week yeah yeah. (laughs) time time you guys uh that was
1: only two days ago
2: it feels like a lifetime ago but okay whatever you guys say um (laughs) (laughs) uh the living force did an episode on how to prepare for celebration kind of from the perspective of Corey, who has been to a celebration um and eric and wes who are going to a celebration but haven't been to one before, and also got some input from members of our team who have been to Celebration before. There were some really awesome tips in there. Uh, for me personally, I've never even been to any con whatsoever, so I found a lot of those tips really helpful, and it got it got the juices flowing. I'm like really really stoked. I mean, not that I wasn't before, but now it's starting to feel real. I mean, we're almost a month away. Like by the time we're talking to you guys next week, it'll be less than a month. Like that Eight. is wild
1: they finally inspired me to, to to purchase my plane tickets i was purchasing i purchased my plane tickets as i was listening to the show on monday
2: do you realize so, how much ocd that was causing me tyler because <laughs> it, i was I, worried for there for a second it's,
1: it's well i'm now yeah well it's it's my fault to catch catching the red eye i'm now spending i'm now staying an extra night and staying and flying out early sunday morning but that's that that's that's my fault so i mean um,
3: it could it could be worse my my international flight to vietnam was booked like three days ago and it's in like two weeks oh, so oh, you know <laughs> Jacob, stop. No. Yeah, yeah if you, you were oh. talking travel yeah, anxiety there you go lot, so. my
2: heart just increased rate just very rapidly yep. oh goodness
1: all right it is a extremely slow week this week um we don't have any comics news not nothing major uh we don't have a pull list because there's just nothing out right now um there not are even bounty hunters not even bounty hunters yeah that's a two-week break from bounty hunters um there wow. are a couple of reprints jacob i think we got uh high republic 15 is 15 did that come out the, the reprint today i
3: think so yeah i think it was the that one with like the big like a bar panel as the cover yes um and i don't know the other one off the top of my head to be honest um probably i would guess maybe a crimson rain or no is it han solo
0: maybe that i think might be han solo right. number I think one han solo was getting a reprint
3: um but, yeah, it, it, we uh, we got a whole lot of nothing today. So,
1: yeah, it's it's again, we said this before. It, it seems like we're in this lull before celebration, before Star Wars Day on May 4th, that there's a lot of just tread water and nothing new happening, uh, which gives you time to, to kind of get caught up on things and, and maybe pick up on, on on some of your backlog. So take that time. Don't 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 just completely ignore comics. Take the time to uh, to read everything in, in your backlog. So
2: I mean, by the time we reach May Fourth, you know we're gonna be spending like a solid thirty minutes on just the weekly poll list. So. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Which will be fun. It's gonna it yeah. be a lot. May Fourth is always there fun, and I believe things... May Fourth is a Wednesday too this year. So
3: uh, I believe that's correct. Yeah, yeah, because that's the day that the uh, Obi Wan comic oh, f- comes right. out. Yeah, of May course. 4th. <laughs> yeah, uh, a few things. Even though there are no new comics coming out physically, there are a few new comics uh on marvel unlimited we can point that out uh this week that's uh they might not be out today i think they're k- kind of weird with like what day of the week they go up but eye of the storm number one is coming to marvel unlimited for the first time Ooh, uh, as book. well as star wars 20 which uh even if you're not reading star wars if, especially if you're a high republic fan i would recommend you reading that it's completely self-contained um one of my uh, i think i can remember uh, oh it was our said... anniversary episode i was like yeah it was like my favorite comic book of the past like calendar year or not calendar year but year since we had started so fiscal year definitely check those. <laughs> fiscal year show year content year whatever exactly all right
1: well just because we haven't had any new comics doesn't mean all of us have stopped reading emma and jacob have you been reading anything besides uh textbooks and and other things related to uh to to your schooling
2: ashamedly not um i wish i could say i did but i have been doing a lot of utini planning like just uh just a quick tease for everybody like um we we, we've got some stuff in the works it's it's gonna be cool Mm -hmm. uh not only for celebration but just uh you know a few new writing pieces we're also gonna be working on updating some stuff and um yeah it's it's all coming together as uh did i see the the planning calendar
1: dates as far out as september
2: Yes, it goes yeah, all the way the, through the end I of September. So.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So Emma has been... I have been, been a busy gal. <laughs> uh, ...very busy uh, working on our future content. So yeah, so keep, uh, keep up with uh, utini.com for all of those uh, pieces of information, and we'll be sharing those as they come out. Kayla, what about you? Anything, anything that you're reading? Uh,
0: yes, actually. Uh, not to put any more pressure on uh, on Jacob here, but I've started book two of Alphabet Squadron, uh, <laughs> Shadowfall. <laughs> Um, I read it, I read the first novel, I must have been like two years ago, back when I finally decided to get involved with Utini here, and, um, the second one's pretty good, too. As I said, a lot of high-flying adventure, um, some of the, uh, more nuanced character details, I'm like, wait, did that actually happen last, last book? I don't remember, yeah. it's been a while. It's been, a, there's a lot of Star Wars between what, when I read that and where I am now, namely High Republic, so blame that. But yeah, it's good. Um... I'm like three chapters into it, four, no, five chapters into it. So can't really say too much other than pretty That's
2: good. That's good. Yeah. I mean, it does, I, I it actually does found me, that. Oh, go ahead. I found that those books actually, they, they get better. I mean, I thought the first one was solid, but I found that they got better and better as you go along. So I'm really excited to hear your thoughts on, I, you know, the entire just, book and, it, and the next one too.
1: You have to take your time with those.
3: Those are
2: those yeah. are
1: dense, heavy. heavy readers that you're not gonna going to go through the entire book in a week.
3: It's yeah a, it's, it's a, I, I also recommend taking your time on that squadron
0: <laughs> I will say uh, one thing it does make me want to go back and replay Star Wars Squadrons again because I'm yes. like Crap, yes like it yes. like they're they're making some references. I'm not sure yet. Like we'll we'll see.
1: Justin in the chat yeah. uh is is channeling his inner Andrew uh and he says that he's the biggest alphabet squadron stand because uh Ooh. Andrew on our on our team is also a a big alphabet squad. You guys got to so.
2: have a fight over the title. Yes. <laughs> mm.
1: I've read the first two. Uh the last one is sitting on my TB red desk uh over there, but uh I haven't gotten around to it yet, but I uh I I have a feeling I will get to it before Jacob does. Probably, <laughs> yes.
3: So, I Jacob, love this uh, ongoing
2: joke. It'll I hope it lives forever. <laughs>
3: I realized that I skipped over you. Uh, oh, no. It's, see, I needed one of you to go first because I need to get up uh, to grab something. Uh, so uh, that's fine. Uh, but I do have things, uh, not things that I've read, but things I am going to read. Um, so you can't really tell, but you can kind of see on YouTube. Uh, these shelves are much emptier than they normally are with like the, uh, the like couple inches you can see. Uh I've I've begun my packing, uh because yeah, my last final's on Friday and then I'm trying to be in a storage unit on Saturday. Um so, you know, uh gotta do a little bit but at a time and I packed away a lot of my books, uh, but I thought about, you know, what books I would want to bring with me this summer. Um uh, so I, I got a little feedback in Slack. Um, but uh yeah, I've picked my books I'm gonna take with me for Vietnam and then also like I'll have like Marvel Limited uh as well. So I'll get some some comics in there but my I, I picked three books to take with me for did the summer cha-
1: did we change your mind or did we just uh, i don't think so no that you picked Mo- the right books
3: uh i think i think mostly affirmed i didn't really get any others i don't think i got in mm, i might have got like one or two suggestions uh, well someone made a joke suggestion and then you said legends and i told you comics yes so. that's right that's right <laughs> um so my first one is dark disciple oh such a Very good, thing. good. Uh, one one that I has been on my list for a while and just I never got around was to that the it. I know it's amazing. Cover? It is the hardcover. Nice. The, all these, uh I so I know it's expensive now, but like it was I think it was like pre pandemic or early pandemic. I was like heard good things. I'm like, well I'll just go ahead and buy it. And it was like on target for like regular price. No and no then way. like I look six months later and it's like, Oh, this is a forty dollar book. I'm like, <laughs> Really? Like it wasn't like I didn't buy this when it came out. It was well after the fact, but anyways. Um the next is Ronin. I had started this. I basically, when it came out, I basically got through where the visions episode ends, and then kind of stopped. Um, just with you know life.
2: That one is also uh, a very and dense and heavy one. I, is, with, with your I, track I record, I I I wonder how it's gonna go. Yeah, but I'm interested well, to hear about wait. it though.
3: I, I think I think what happened with that one is I think this one came out before Lesser Evil, right? And like it, right around the same, like a week early. It, it was like it, they were very close together and I, like i tried and i'm like okay well then like thron is like thron ascendancy is my love so that kind of it just kind of hit the hit the um the the back burner for a little while uh, and by a little while i mean i guess not like six months uh and then the most back burner book i've ever had is <laughs> alphabet squadron uh, oh <laughs> which i which i started reading for those who don't know i think i want to say like march 2020 <laughs> ish so like basically all of covid all of quarantine you know so many people read so many books it's like over um, two years ago I, I said i think that's yeah. about when i read it read it you know all the way through and like the crazy thing is like you know they're dense and they take a lot of times which is why I was making jokes earlier but like i was like thinking about like i was thinking about this last time like i should probably restart i was like a third or half of the way into the book but i should probably restart i would agree um but then i thought about it, i'm like i can remember like almost every story beat yeah. Well, that's why you, so you, you like I mean through. it's 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 had like a lasting impact on me f- even though I haven't finished it. Although I do think I shook it out the other week and lost my bookmark. So I might have to start over uh uh-huh. not out of choice but out of necessity. <laughs> um but you know, it's it's fine. Well, I, so I got to say is my like
2: it's it's possible to take with me. It's possible that maybe the time in which you're reading it kind of affected that because a heavy emotional book like that is probably not the easiest to read during the start, the very start of a pandemic when you're not sure if you're like going to die. See, I,
3: you know, I will, I will say, um, I, you have a point and a, a good point, but like, it was really like, at least personally, I think it was more of me being lazy. Like I'd have it there and I'd be like, I'd look at it and I'm like, eh, (laughs) <laughs> like i don't know like i read and i read a uh, plenty of other books in that time period i just didn't read this one
2: solid that's fair that's fair well i'm i'm yeah. excited you've gotta you've gotta update us you know while, while you're yes. there and because i'm interested to hear uh the report back for sure if it's but worth
1: yeah, wh- the wait <laughs> that that that's right. what i really want to know is after all this time was <laughs> it is it going to be worth the wait
3: yeah, I should say the the one joke response I got was someone like someone's like, "Oh, you want to take three books? You should just take all of Alphabet Squadron." <laughs> I'm like, uh, no.
2: <laughs> so, well, if you like it enough, you could always get it like digitally, I suppose.
3: I could, but I also have already purchased the books. True. So, yeah, you don't like, want to do I that. feel, I, like a, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I am also caught up on all of my canon, so uh, I am continuing in my my Legends back focused reading. I'm now two thirds, almost more than two thirds of my, of the way through, uh, Mercy Kill, uh, which is the last uh, X-wing uh, book in the X-wing Race Squadron book our series, uh, and then I have this whole stack of books next to me that I'm that I'm going to read in order to beat uh, Jared and Freddie at our little competition. Uh, so yeah, so lots of time to read read Legends books, and uh, that's pretty much it because. We've had four comics in the past, like, three weeks, so it's been pretty easy to read those.
2: (laughs) Do you know who is in the lead currently in this competition, or do you not talk about it with them?
1: I don't know. I provide them updates prior to every show. Uh, I do know that Jared was was distracted uh, with some personal stuff going on before the show last week, so he had said that he uh, had not met, as of last week's show, he had not read any Legends books. So I'm going to go out on a limb right now and say um, I'm the leader. I'm I'm winning. I'm winning this Mm, this, this competition, uh, being two-thirds of the way through this book. My goal is to finish the book before next week's show so I can rub it in their faces that I finished the book (laughs) and really, really apply the pressure to uh, to, to them to, to get started fair i'm just i i have to get off i got to get get off you know to a very fast start because if they can read 50 pages uh uh uh, a night or do as as jacob had said the night that i was on the show where they do their their old round table style and they read a book a week i'm gonna be in trouble because i can't
3: do that
2: (laughs) yeah it's it's, it's a marathon uh, that's for sure
3: Yeah, I'm obviously rooting for you, one, because you're on our show, but two, because I think it'd be hilarious if the the person that won was the only person that was not on the (laughs) Legend-specific podcast. agreed. Agreed. That's (laughs) good. That's good. Like, I love you, Tyler,
2: but I also have some ulterior motives here. (laughs)
1: Uh, i i no no hey whatever i don't care as long as you're cheering for me that's what's important i don't care and also to be clear
2: i i also love jared and freddie but i also want to see one of them read a star trek book like i'm I'm cheering
1: for me (laughs) i'm cheering for me because i want the book report from jared about the star trek book i i -hmm. want an in-depth book report on 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 whatever book that rick picks for him
2: love it love it so
1: All right, let's go ahead and go into our break, and then when we come back, we are going to talk about uh, the artist of the High Republic, Ario Anandito. So we'll be right back. All right, we are back, and tonight, again, like I said at the top of the show, it is an artist spotlight, and we are covering the one and only Ario Anandito, who is the artist of the High Republic, but that was not his first uh star wars appearance he his first instance in star wars was actually the star wars annual in 2015 star wars annual number four in mm-hmm. 2015 um when he drew i believe it was the son of staros story um mm-hmm. so that was his first uh um dive into the star Wars into the galaxy far far away and since then he has been the primary artist for the high republic issues one through five eight and nine 13 through 15 he's also done some variant covers for things like crimson rain and of course she is also going to be the art primary artist for Ob- the obi-wan series uh that is being released uh on may 4th so ario is uh is well known to those of you who are who are new- caught up on the newer work uh caleb I think you pretty much, I, I liked how you summed up his style here in your notes, so I'm going to turn this over to you and let you uh, let you explain how you wrote this here. Sure. Um, you know, I think the last
0: time we did this, I tried to sum it up in one word, and this word, uh, we've, I'm using this with all the positive connotations possible, is emotional. His art conveys yes. these great feelings for the works of, like, eyes and faces and body language not to say that his action or his details are lacking. They're fantastic. But I was just going through like the first 3 issues of the High Republic earlier today just to, you know, read, you know, get up on our refresher, you know, put some uh, fresh food on my plate here and it's just like page after page of splash pages of like people reacting and emoting and like open mouths and eyes. Like there's a lot that he's uh conveying through his body language and through his characters. It's it's really solid work and just a sort of uh, thing that we want to see in the High Republic, a more open and emotional Jedi uh, at their prime here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, there's there, there's no better way to, to describe his art than than emotional. Um, and, and I know that he is a huge uh, Star Wars fan, so I can only imagine that it's his own passion and, and, and emotion that he's putting in this, because it's, I mean... It, the emotion that he's able to put to to, to pour out of that, that pours out of his characters is, is, is really amazing.
2: Yeah. I th- I think like the, the sign of good artwork for me is when I'm able to become very attached to a character, like in the first issue I read. And in this case, it was actually two characters, Keeve and Skier. Mm-hmm. Um, I love their style. Akiv is such a unique Jedi. Her lightsaber's unique. Her outfit's unique. Her, like, general style is super unique. And then, obviously, Skier, a Trandoshan Jedi. Like, I was instantly attached to these two characters. And I think that that's a really hard thing to do with, um, you know, unique characters, not like movie characters that we've seen before, but completely original characters uh, in the first issue of a comic. And I think uh, he was able to do that very well. And I think you're right. That's because of of the emotion he he's able to draw.
1: I believe it was the end, the last panel of issue five, four or
0: five.
3: I think four. Yeah,
1: was it four? Before okay, I thought it was five because I thought it was the end of the uh, trade paperback as well. But you both know mm-hmm. what 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 it, what uh, i know it was I'm five. It's to five. It. It, The the scene, the panel where Keeve is is holding Skier. Um, mm. that I remember still. To this day, and we're talking five, four, five, six months ago.
3: It is uh-huh. it is the end of five.
1: Yeah, and, yeah the last last panel of, of, of issue five. Um, I remember to this day talking about the emotion from that page. Um, it is just incredible, and 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 to see to have that that is what those sorts of panels is what gets me into reading weekly. It's like it's like watching a weekly show on TV. Mm. You end on that panel and your first – your second thought, your first thought is, oh, my gosh, how awesome is this? The second thought is I have to wait to get to to, to know what happens next. That is a good storytelling and that is what Ario has brought to the High Republic is you want to find out what happens next. You want to be able to go down to your local comic store and get that next issue because you cannot wait to see – what the story is going to be told next.
2: Yeah, when you were talking about just when you only said the words Keeve holding skier, I could see the image in my head. And I feel like that is so hard to do, especially like you said, that was a very long time ago, especially considering Uh, like how time feels like it's working. Eleven months.
0: (laughs) Eleven months. Eleven months. May 12th, 2021. Over nearly a year ago.
2: That speaks for itself. The fact that we could all understand what he's talking about by saying end of issue five keeve holding skier and the fact that we can all see that in our heads i i don't think i could tell you like any other panel that does that for me except unless we're counting covers and it's Mutant at moncala but you know <laughs> I, I guess
3: <laughs> it's like i think we've probably read like over you know just just with like new releases we've probably read over 100 star wars comics in yeah. that time span yeah
2: i think yeah, oh, that's yeah. reasonable yeah that's fair
1: because every book is around issue 22-ish right now, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Plus, yeah. Plus, plus all the IDW stuff and yep. plus the event stuff and, for War of the Bounty and Hunters. We so back the in
0: time. And then we also yep. did some
1: Legends
3: comics and,
0: you so, know, a yeah, re- hundred
1: issues later. And that is still leaving that indelible of a mark on us. Mm-hmm. And I Crazy. think it's really, and, and, and again, and, and not, to, not, not to jump past everything else that he's done, but you go, but you, you go right f- to, uh, the high Republic number 15. Uh, and, and the, the re-release that that, that is coming out today has that image. And I, and I and I, and I, I, think this is going to be, I'm, I'm, I'm predicting this now. This will be a lasting image of the high Republic is that image of, of mm-hmm. Avar in the middle of the swirl, uh, with all the Jedi behind them. Um, you know, that is going to be a lasting image of, uh, Uh, of of the high republic
2: oh yeah i think so too i mean to me ario's drawn some of the most iconic images of the entire high republic out of concept art the idw comics out of anything really like the other one i really think of and and this was probably selected but i have to mention it anyways uh like whenever i'm making a video about the higher public i always search for this image because it's that it's that iconic to me it's at the end of issue one when they're on uh starlight mm. beacon oh uh, yep and they're all their holding lightsabers up their lightsabers. Yep. Mm-hmm. that will yeah. always leave like a, a very strong impression on me i always try to get it into as many videos as i can because it's it's beautiful
3: it's crazy that like his art is still able to stand out when like you, the other artists that are most like involved with the higher public are like Phil Noto yeah. and Ian McCaig and like I even hardly told Harvey told about like there's so many like outstanding artists, but the fact that he's able to like establish his own style and come in here and have art that really like stands above uh all of the all of that is is pretty spectacular. Especially
0: for someone who does like doesn't have a huge back catalog compared to some other people who've been doing these for like ten twenty years. He's He's really come mm-hmm. onto the scene here and really, I don't want to say stolen the show, but
1: essentially has done that, you know? I mean, he's definitely is as important to the success of the High Republic as those first five original authors. Justina well, Ireland, I 100% agree. Cla- Claudia Gray, uh, Kevin Scott. Um, Daniel L- Jose L- Older. Daniel, Hussle Daniel Hussle Jose L- Older. And um, Charles Soule. Soule putting aryo's name alongside those five is absolutely a necessity when it comes to why the high republic has been as successful as it is because of his art and because of the the success uh of of this comic because it it really is is going to leave its mark on on the the star wars franchise
2: i agree and art is always super important in comics we talk about it a lot i mean we've done a ton of artist spotlights um so clearly it's important but i feel like it's certainly more important in this case uh because we're talking about all original characters an entirely original era uh all um, Ario has to go on are some words. And right. he is who molds what we see when we think of Keeve, when we think of Skier, when we think of even Avar, even though uh-huh. we had a, a couple other images of her. I think of Ario's version of Avar way more than I think of Light of the Jedi Avar on the cover. Um, and, and I think when you're talking about original characters, original era He's so important in molding our image of these characters. Same thing with Harvey in uh for the IDW stuff. But I I certainly think of many of Ario's uh, characters that he's drawn uh, when I think of the era as a whole.
3: I, I I'm like I'm having like this thought exercise now that you've, you're starting to talk about this, and I think that the High Republic comic art might have been like the most critical in establishing like establishing a part of the star wars universe like for timelines wise and like style wise like ever because like if you think about like think about legends like all the post return of the jedi stuff like with the exception of legacy like i kind of already had like you know it's still like luke skywalker heavy like i still have like an idea in my mind what that galaxy looks like at the time yeah and then like you can go on the other end of the spectrum if you go the old republic then that's been established in the video game and the other video game and you have some comics and like you have tales of the jedi and like you have all these things that are kind of building this but like this is the first time where i feel like it's you know out of nowhere you have nothing else to base this off of like you know going in we had like here's some concept art have fun with the comic this like you know try and envision this in your mind and of course the the writing of all the authors is, is great and helps like, you know, you're able to picture a lot of that in your head, but this really kind of like sets it in stone for me and like, really like makes that establishment so solid. Exactly. And oh,
1: by the way, the, the, the fate of this, you know, uh, of, of this entire era is, is basically on your shoulders, you know,
0: no, no, no pressure whatsoever. <laughs> you know, a brand new project on your, uh, on your back. It's no mean feet. And just to add off a little bit of, of, of what Jacob here said, you know, When you read Dark Disciple and a couple other uh, books that are set in that era around the Clone Wars, like, it's very easy to see that and when they do descriptions. Like, when I read that one, it was like a Clone Wars episode. Like, I saw... Mm -hmm. The, mm-hmm. like, animation, I saw, you know, the the character model of, A- of I almost said Avar Chris, but, you know, of um, uh, Asajj Ventress and Count Dooku. I saw, I didn't see Christopher Lee, I saw, you know, the you saw
3: You saw Chisel, <laughs> Chisel uh, Beard. Exactly. Count Dooku. Yes,
0: that Count Dooku, that's who was in my mind when I read that book. And so, when I was reading the other books uh, in the High Republic, you know, uh, Race to Crash Point Tower, or, actually, I haven't read that one, but, um. <laughs> uh, you know, fallen star and etc. Like I was seeing these images, like all the characters fit into this mold and this artwork that uh, that Ario has
3: and has put out here.
2: Yeah, and even except
3: Elzar Man because he doesn't exist.
2: In yes, art. Uh, don't get me started on that. If anybody who is involved in the Higher Republic whatsoever, I ask a favor of you, kindly, as someone that makes a lot of videos about the Higher Republic, please. Pretty please. Give us some Elzar man art, please. I don't want to keep hey, using nice thing- old man Elzar.
3: <laughs> the nice thing is this won't be a problem for you for probably the next year and a half. That's because true. We're not going to talk about him anymore. That's true.
2: I mean, I guess like a general plea of mine would be just like, let's have like two pieces of art for each like major character. That's what, that's, that's what I want. But, um, anyways, not, not to get up on my soapbox or anything like that. Um, uh, yeah, I lost my train of thought. But anyways, yeah, just character art is is good. And we like that, not only for creators, but also for people that just like to form the images in their mind. Like, it's, it's certainly not just me that wants more Elzar art. Um, I mean, probably for a few reasons, but hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's fine. Should, should we talk
2: about art? Yeah, should let's we... actually show yeah. some of
0: that stuff. All right, I went through, as I said, like the first like three, two, three issues here and pulled out some key ones here. I might have have a theme going here, but this one is from page five. It's Skier jumping out at his uh, Padawan Kieve during a training exercise. Again, kind of showing the very action oriented sort of things. You really get a feel of like the weight that's about to come down on poor Kieve here. I like how you can kind see like the soles of her boots there and kind of like a yeah, fun angle as you see the cloak flowing. This is really solid piece of art there.
3: And this one was like you know I think this issue got because pr- this is from issue one. This got reprinted like six times, and this was one of the uh, covers on the reprints. Really, that makes oh, sense. Wow. Yep. I think this was. It might have been the f- the f- like the first reprint, so like print print number two was was this one. So
2: for some reason, this looks really familiar, and I think it's because um you know when comicsology was still it's like old thing right like um for some reason e. it it gave me a behind the scenes issue which i still haven't read mm-hmm. um i don't know why but this was the cover of it i'm like pretty sure and so i i recognize this image a lot because whenever i click on you know the higher public series it always comes up with that behind the scenes of issue one first and so this image sticks in my head a ton when i think about this comic
3: Definitely. Um, all right. All right. So up
0: is which one do we have next? Oh, yes, yes. This it, one. The uh, connecting to the uh, swarm. That's always a fun one when you see like weird transitions and weird like panel breaks of like the uh, like the neurons and the stars connecting here. And plus, you know, uh, funky colors are always great, you know?
2: yeah the color scheme as someone whose favorite color is purple like as you can tell every week um i definitely love the color scheme of this and honestly just i don't know there's there's something about this piece that's so interesting to me like i i always love a good splash page and there's so much going on in this one but it doesn't it's not enough to like overwhelm you you know you see like starlight and then you see Keeve sort of having this like spiritual force moment and then you kind of see her like back in like you know, the physical realm or, or whatever. Um, I I think it's a a very cool piece.
3: Yeah. And it, it, it's pretty hard. We're going to, like, we talk about this a lot. It's very hard to separate the art from the color yes like obviously it's very we, true. he is not doing the, he is not doing the color it's very but, true. but like it
1: is mark morales it, for issues mm-hmm. one through five so i believe yes. a lot of these polls that that we've got tonight are from those first five issues so we need to shout out mark morales as well. yes great right. job yeah. mark yeah.
2: it is i i have such a hard time talking about art without talking about color
3: yeah, it's like <laughs> it's you know it's pretty it's pretty, pretty important part of it yeah um, yeah
2: just a little bit you know
3: <laughs> one one thing i really that stands out to me is because this is obviously not the only time he's drawn starlight beacon but it like in this in this page it's like almost has like this ethereal feel to it like it's a little less like uh, a little less I don't know mechanical looking Uh, so it's kind of cool to see that different interpretation in this weird strange force vision uh that uh keeps having um, I, love I don't know anytime. if any of you
2: guys did, did any of you guys play the guardians of the galaxy video game that came out recently i
3: did mm-hmm. i
2: did it kind of gives me those vibes of like that I reddish planet see that. i don't know I why see that, yeah. but that's what came to my mind so if you know what i'm talking about then you know but it definitely gives <laughs> me uh that that vibe for sure
1: i just like when we get a splash page like this and and we, anytime we can come out of the panels. And and but mm. and still have have a story be told from you know in in a, in a you know wi- winding way like this. I love I love when when a, a, an artist and a penciler can can do that because, um, you see the the rigidness of the panels and and every time it comes and, and we have a page job battle list like this, it's always always a nice alternative. Um, so it's always I, I always like it when we see splash pages like this. That's still, you know, you have the splash pages that tell once that have one big spread and have, have tells one story in, in in the two in the spread, and then you have splash pages like this where you're still weaving yourself through the page and you're real you're still technically going. There's what. One two. There's like six panels on this page. You just you know you're it's not your traditional panel. So yeah, anytime they can get creative, I I, I enjoy seeing that.
2: You always know it's creative when Comicsology has a really hard time tracking where a panel is, <laughs> like in the oh, God, in the guided, the guided, guided view. Views. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like off center. It has no clue where the panel is. I, I always like that. It's it's like funny to me, but it's I also I think it's just a way more creative way to, you know, build a panel. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. All right, Are we next? have some more art. Oh, yes. Uh, this one, this is the page that comes right after the knighting ceremony. So, like, the moment of Keeve's greatest achievement. And then we see skier, uh like, having, like, a moment of great desperation as he falls down to his knees and screams. Again, this is another moment where I talk about emotion here. Like, it's very emotional art. Like, despite the fact that skier is a Jedi Master, so normally very stoic, and a lizard person... Like, you can absolutely tell what's going on in his uh, mind, in his face, through his eyes. Some really great, uh, you know, physicality and uh, emotion on display here.
1: And he looks unique. He doesn't look like Bosk. He doesn't look like any of the other Trandoshans that we've seen. Like, he has a very unique look that you can t- obviously tell that he's a Trandoshan, but you can obviously tell that he's not Bosk. So yeah. I, I, he's I, he's I love stocky. Yes, one hundred percent. And he's got the shorter. Boss kind of has more of a, uh, you know, I don't want to say a beak, but his his snout is a little bit of more pronounced, longer. Uh, yeah, yeah, pronounced. That's probably a better word for it. Whereas uh, Skier's kind of got more of a, you know, does it Let's just say
3: it's like doesn't... a, it's like he's, he Skeers the pug. There you go. But let's
2: not let's not forget that episode of the Clone Wars with that Trandoshan that. Uh, kidnapped r2d2 he was fat <laughs> do you guys remember him he was like playing the the radio yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> i just the, I, I, the, I, I, the other trend i remember is from bad batch and yeah. Bad, that, yeah she oh, yeah. looked like boss i mean obviously she wasn't because mm-hmm. her, her build was different she was shorter she was a little stockier but she doesn't look like skier doesn't look like those two and 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 yeah. and i love the originality in 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 his look
3: Mm-hmm. i think trandoshans are i think are a very hard um species to draw and make look uh, make look good or i don't know I'm, words are hard right now uh <laughs> but i think i think two of the people that i've seen do it best are it's two very different interpretations of them are ario and then palo Nelly. Hmm. uh oh, his, for, for his bounty hunter stuff it's yeah like his yeah boscos looks way different it's very like a lot of his actions very fluid um it's you know he looks a uh, how about like monstrous like he he definitely has a different vibe to him but they're both they're both different styles but both pull off very well uh for something that i don't think is very easy to draw
0: absolutely all right moving on i think the next artist from issue number three oh yeah yeah, yeah. and our skier panel uh skier being uh uh, kind of body checked by, I think that's Tarek, uh, throwing him. If it, it takes a little bit of detail, but, like, one, Tarek looks terrified, uh, Skier looks kind of, uh, thrown uh, gas, and then you also see Avar in the back just kind of, um, being equally confused as the reader. When you, this is like the first panel, like, you open up the page and, like, oh, this is, this is not good. Something is very wrong here.
2: Yeah, you know, I, I love the emotion yeah. in whether that's Sarah or Tarek's face. It's Tarek. It's, it's Tarek. Okay, <laughs> yes, I, I had to specifically the emotion... look through. Okay, good, good, good. Um, the emotion <laughs> in their face, um, I think, just says it all. Because I think it's really easy to make Sarah and Tarek kind of emotionless just based on their, I don't know, personalities, I guess. But um, Arya doesn't let that slip through the cracks. And I certainly appreciate that. They're They're written. As though they don't have um, much personality, right. but Ario mm-hmm. gives them that extra boost in mm-hmm. in the facial expressions, which plus, I, I really like.
0: Plus, a little quick thing: I like how uh, you know Skier essentially like frames the entire page here, like across the right side of the page,
3: and yeah, I notice you that. see his cloak there, so it's kind of like a framing device. It's like it's like the memes like. It's like I'm scared. You may have wondered how I got here.
0: <laughs> well, let me just rewind just a little bit.
3: It's like, <laughs> yeah. All right. Next after this, we got oh a classic. Oh my goodness, a yes. superhero landing essentially.
2: Yes. Oh my goodness, I could uh, look this at w- this all day. Love it. This is
0: this is a uh, uh, Avar Chris bisecting a drink. You're literally like ans- answering a cry for help, jumping through the earth, uh Just some really great uh actions i love how you can it's kind of like one of those like a technical guide sort of things what's the, on the inside of oh, a drink the, here it's the cross section <laughs> cut book. away
2: oh, God. Yeah, I also, i'm taking an anatomy and the- physiology next semester am i gonna have to uh, uh dissect a drink gear with a lightsaber that'd be fun that's like uh, the only thing sh- i would like sick. yeah <laughs>
1: that would be awesome we're, we're, i mean, I also love the use i i believe this is i'm i'm getting dating my i think that's the the onomatopoeia down yes. the, down the that's yeah. the, the correct uh language term my, my my literature and uh teachers would be proud of me for remembering that um i love mm-hmm. how how it's it's used and in, in in this panel uh you know to have it be centered where it is but yet it's not you can still see everything that is going on within in the within the bisection of the drain gear uh it's just it's 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 an amazing looking panel
3: exactly we got, we got some nice rule of thirds here you know you got the bisection down the middle and then a var on one side of it and then i mean kind of not a whole lot going on the other side but yeah um we yeah i will say like i think like probably like around a quarter of the images i pulled are like avar power poses so like it's you know to see just it. prepare pr- prepare yourself <laughs> exactly there's a there's a lot to pick from
2: well i mean there's a reason that they call her the hero of Hetzel. and mm-hmm. it's the it's martial yes
3: yep all right Moving on to oh this is another cool one this was like a I think this is from this was the history uh, of the
0: vision yeah
3: yeah this is similar to the uh, one with like the swarm vision thing it's another like unique panel lines using yeah. vines instead of uh, black lines uh, and we get the um, a Maxine station from Rise of Kylo Ren we get some Sith we get you know, of course crazy drinkier stuff we get the statues I think those be, are the yeah, statues, statues from uh, Into the right. Dark. There's a there's a lot of cool stuff going on here.
1: You can definitely feel the horror vibes in that middle oh, yeah. in that middle picture there with the Drengear just pouring into and out of that poor soul's ears and nose Ugh. and mouth. It's, so... and it's it is just that 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 dude's not having a good time. Mm-hmm.
0: And you can tell nah. like on a on a brief side note, they've said in interviews, uh, I think, are and Kevin about. Have that like they both really liked uh, horror movies, so like they bonded talking about like Alien and things and other such horror esque sort of things. So we see a lot of that here in Adrin Gear. Definitely a uh, yeah.
2: yeah uh, all act of that of really here. All of that really freaks me out. Like stuff coming out of ears and noses and it you know it makes me squirm but at the same time i feel like it's like if it makes me squirm it was done well yeah so like good job <laughs> but like i don't want to look yeah. at it
3: <laughs> good job i, I know uh,
2: <laughs> Yes, exactly. i
3: know uh this story group's matt martin is another a uh, giant horror That's movie right. fan so i'm sure the th- i'm sure the three of them he's have the like editor? the most exciting uh he's uh i know he's a i don't know his official title but he's on luke's film story group um so like consultant story consultant i don't know um but yeah i'm sure the three of them have like the most exciting like work uh like teams chat or whatever talking about like all the old school horror movies
2: oh man i mean like i'm so glad that they share that passion but man it 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 freaks me out a little bit (laughs)
0: definitely all right all right something better now Uh,
3: no, more
2: horror. Oh, oh, good. oh good. <laughs> good, good, good. Oh, no, this is the dissection scene. <laughs> yeah,
3: this is one I pulled from, uh, this might be issue five. Four or five, yeah. F- four I'm or so five. I'm so glad I didn't wear um, my glasses today. <laughs> it is It is um, a Drengear bursting out of a hut carcass <laughs> while on Starlight oh, Beacon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> such a. That sent a shiver up my
2: spine. Ugh.
3: <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, yeah, straight out of a horror movie, Um yeah i mean it's uh it's very visceral um i mean yeah it's again like emma said perfectly uh yeah, it creeps us out but that means uh <laughs> he did a good job oh, yeah. also
1: Just, justin in the chat says the drangir are such a good horror story in star wars and, and it's
3: they sure. really are yeah they really I,
0: are it's 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 great to have. see these people love it also my thing i don't think i ever really caught this but hey look it's finestra rowe
3: for, yeah, Vernon. For, yeah, no, you didn't. Ca- you didn't catch when Emery gets stabbed through the back I mean, by a gear. I,
0: I, I, I read these ones like before I really read any of their novels. It's just like I okay, oh, love uh This like I think I saw her in a couple of covers somewhere. Yeah. So oh, yeah. No, don't do my
2: girl I, I, like that. She's my favorite Jedi. I, she she's and, and not
0: I, I, Like Orbeleyn, oh, yeah. I I I love Orbelin It's like oh hey look, something is bursting out of a a, a, a meat sack. Like Orbalin is very familiar with that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you <Yeah,
0: okay. sighs> oh. All right, what's next now before I make a bigger Let, fool? Let's
3: see. I, I, I will say, like, I don't know where the – the like, obviously, I think – I assume most of our listeners slash readers have seen these comics already. We will – spoil. like, I do have spoiler stuff for later. So kind of like, you know, keep track in your mind of where we are. And, you know, if I get to issue nine, it's this is all in issue order. So if I get to issue nine and you haven't read past that, you might want to stop. Just, so, just <laughs> I was, I was wondering
0: how deep into the woods we get. Oh, I, we,
3: the, we, the end. We've so. pulled all of <laughs> yeah. this before. I mean – yeah so this is issue six is uh, like we can't of course we could not talk oh about you know, it without avar writing uh, a rancor
2: god bless yeah, ario like, and and Dudo. can i just say that like i mean we have Huts,
1: jedi writing rancors and just rancors all on one page
2: that's, i mean that, that, that's yeah. awesome this is a blessed image okay we saw avar writing a rancor before we saw boba fett writing a rancor can we just picture did, that in first. our yeah. minds for a second it is a blessed image.
3: Both in the real world and in uh the timeline. That's Avar very did true. It first. Very so, true. So,
0: Avar, the hero it, of Rancor of is, she taught Danny Trejo everything he will know. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yes. And uh so you know, shouts out to um, oh god, what is it? Courtship, courtship of Princess Leia. I think, so. I think. I think of that's the Princess one. Princess right. Leia
1: is where they go to Dathomir, and that is, that
3: is that there's a lot of Rancor writing in that. Uh, in, in and also, book. Force Force Unleashed, I think, or Force Unleashed Two uh, had like Shock T writing Rancor or something like that. One, yeah,
2: good old Shock T. Yeah. I mean. Justin in the
3: chat also wants us to to take note
1: of of the rancor's face and how detailed and well uh, oh, yeah. that that is designed. That is that's one emotional rancor. That is that is an angry
0: rancor. Yeah.
2: I mean, I knew that they were angry, but dang, but also like it, yeah. it's um it's interesting how similar this drawn rancor looks to like the live action rancor and return mm-hmm. of the jedi and book of boba fett like they look very similar in the way that their face is shaped and the wrinkles like i could imagine that ario probably spent a long time studying the rancors to get it right and he definitely did
3: mm-hmm. yeah uh So next up, you know, it's hard to move on from this, but next up we have, oh, okay, we skipped a lot of issues ahead, sorry, Uh, this is like issue. this is like, we we skipped like three issues from six to nine, so I'm sorry, Uh, well, okay, this is some wild stuff, Uh, we get into leveler, um, oh, and the leveler right. does some crazy things to people's vision. This is Keeve oh, looking at, at right. one that's of right. one I'm of like, the twins. I don't remember this? What is with, this? Yeah, I didn't like remember she's this like it's, it, it, it's like this. It, yeah, well, I saw this. this is the first time they see it when she's like undercover. The leveler oh, comes out right, and she's like right. looking at Sarah or Tara and like everything's messed up.
0: It almost looks yeah, so. like issue from
3: a completely nine-ish in the, right now. It almost looks yeah. like a completely different series. I was like, "Wait, are, is that a vampire?
0: <laughs> what are we looking at?"
2: <laughs> well, you know what? You know what's really interesting. Um, the same like color scheme for the leveler is yeah, carried I out. Talking about that well, I'm, again, I know I'm talking about color here, but like it's worth mentioning oh, yeah, yeah. that um, that the same color scheme is carried throughout like Trail of Shadows and this. I think that's mm-hmm. really neat.
1: Um, yeah, we are talking. Hang on one moment. Um, we're talking. Oh no, Mark. If, if this is issue eight nine, we're all, we're still talking about Mark Morales. Uh, okay. Carl Story okay. did the Was the anchor for issue six and seven, but I
3: think this is. I think this is later than that. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So then, after you know, this is pretty wild. After this, another oh my God, hero comes from Avar. Oh. yeah, as she comes to uh, save the day. Uh, when is I can't remember what this they were doing here um i think this one day I we're this... attacking
0: the uh, uh lorna d's ship i think uh you might be right I, yeah i
2: use so, this, I, you know, this picture in videos a lot it's so cool
3: yeah how can you not i mean
2: exactly it's so good I don't even know what there is to say about this. It's just, yeah, it's, I'm, it's I'm badass. Just, I'm,
1: right now, I'm just admiring the art right now. So yeah, and,
2: yeah. And, and it's <laughs> cool to like, see the, the Nile storm cloud, like pushed, you know, mm. away to like form a circle around all of the Jedi. I think that's very neat.
3: A- it's interesting seeing this one in compare i think there was i think it was issue six there's like another one where she's like barging into um on that like farming planet mm-hmm. yeah uh she's like barging into like the door to like confront like the like corrupt like mayor or whatever and it like very similar to this but she's definitely changed a lot as a person in say. that time this, this, period this is a bad boy bad girl uh era she is she's down going down a path at this point <laughs> yes <laughs> one that one that's uh one that uh elzar cannot follow um but, uh, <laughs> anyways uh more more crazy leveler stuff oh yeah it, yeah God, this See, now so this cool. i remember uh, the, yeah the, how can you not this is some you know, more like insane horror movie Bad messed up sort of thing yeah uh mimic mirage kind of like it's interesting it's like the side of this creature kind of looks like it's made of wood almost like mm-hmm. i don't know it's um it's got mouths on its stomach it looks like it's uh it's pretty messed up oh, that's it, disgusting it's one of those things the, lo- the, the longer
0: you look at it the more you don't want to look yeah. at it
2: yeah that's I really an really accurate description know what his,
1: what what horror movie was the inspiration for this
2: <laughs> it's like there should be like a tiny tiny piece of writing like at the beat in like one of the corners like so small that you have to zoom in like 500 times right <laughs> and in it it says this was inspired by i don't Yo, know hell, uh, name Racer a horror trunks? movie I, I don't watch horror movies like, so i don't know
0: like the the hellraiser <laughs> used- ones i don't know
2: i don't know That's a, a the, stephen the- king movie which is something that Maine is pretty much only famous for yeah. you
3: know <laughs> true that is true <laughs> um and blueberries yeah like yeah. <laughs> Usually Wikipedia is helpful for this. Like they'll like a lot of, it depends. It's not always there, but like a lot of times there'll be like um a section on I forget what they call it. Um that kind of like talks about like easter eggs and references and stuff like that. So uh but yeah, and then like again, mentioning color, uh stepping away for a second. Uh, we see that repeating color scheme mm-hmm. with um with uh like, the earlier yeah, issues the, and the, the purple and blue swirl purplish of. and blue also, the tie-dye uh,
2: yeah, exactly. I, I kind of get some like Dathomir vibes from this because the Dathomir witches kind of have some like, or at least Mother Talzin did. Kind of had some like smoke coming out her mouth, I could and, see like, that? Yeah, like, and especially with this hue of green, it, it can only uh, make oh, yeah, me think of that. Tone. And like the green yep. eyes and stuff, like like when uh, like in Rebels, spoiler for Rebels if you haven't seen it yet, but I mean, it's you know, but it's like um, five years old. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's like when like Sabine and Ezra were like. um like taken over like their bodies were taken over oh, yeah. uh by i don't know some sort of spirit on dathomir like their eyes turned green like that and-, and it definitely reminded me of that
3: yeah all right so next we have oh okay yeah hey uh, look a for power pose iconic. version version seven
2: also, is that a sliver yeah. of Alzar? Oh my goodness!
3: That, yeah, on the so uh, <laughs> oh. up, up, up on her her shoulder, below buckets of blood is, is Alzar. Life. Thank you,
2: Ario, for doing your part in assisting. That was
3: actually conf- someone confirmed that on Twitter today because th- so this uh, we this is the um, second printing cover that came out today, um, and technically, kind of, kind of technically, this might be his first cover appearance. Like Someone DM'd Uh, him and he did confirm that that is supposed to be Elzar. However, one of the reprints of the first issue had the giant power pose of all the Jedi with their lightsabers in the air and he has also confirmed that one of the Jedi in that pose is Elzar. So if you count his face being this big—that is his first cover <laughs> should I, appearance. Should I add that
2: in my next heart public video?
3: <laughs> yeah, just, just like zoom in. It's like five pixels. I crop like, out it's like, only
2: the five pixels and make people like, try to search for it. It's like <laughs> Elzar yeah. Man
0: in Minecraft.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: right
2: you know that's it's it's funny because like, like that doesn't show up on Google Images when I search like Elzar Man. Although I don't think this was out last time I did. Or when I did the Fallen Star video, when I was really needing those Elzar pictures, uh, yeah, I don't think that, that image, like, showed up. But also, you know, anyways, it's hard to crop that out. Enough of my woes, though. Like, we Maybe just love it... the representation here. So,
0: so when are we going to re-upload this with all the uh, red Xs through all the characters who didn't make it through <laughs> the issue? <sighs>
3: <laughs> oh lord uh, um, I,
0: I wouldn't want to uh, well, some, 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 some of them are, are, are non-confirmed yeah. non-confirmed
3: yes it's true there are let's see one two also okay, spoilers definitely there's <laughs> definitely one
1: who is uh, no definitely two yeah. definitely two and then there's at least two
2: more one, that are MIA survived. right now now I'm getting uh, oh, okay. now I'm getting worried because I'm suddenly forgetting what happened to my girl Vern it, it, uh, she's we don't not. Know. She's not okay. Uh, I was, gonna was she say, even like, on the? Uh, I don't think she. Was was I, I do think she was
3: at the uh, the station. She was. Uh, yes, yeah, she as as of the end of um Mission to Disaster, she was absolutely on Starlight Beacon. Okay, we just don't, I don't know what thought. happened after that. Okay,
2: that's what I thought. I yeah. that is scary to me. For some reason, I I like suddenly forgot like everything I knew about <laughs> all the Jedi and their fates, and I got very scared.
1: <laughs> it would just be. Yeah. It, it would be really, really great to just know the creative process behind this panel because this is this is just a a really great panel
2: it kind of reminds me of like i mean i know that avar like um you know envisions the force as like song and stuff but for some reason this reminds me of like like a reflection in water and there's like a drop of water Uh, like a
3: rip yeah Yeah, like like a ripple ripple. i was thinking that exact same thing yeah
2: i love it i can
0: see that it's Uh, the blue Mm booty definitely helps too
2: Right, yeah, that's that's probably what's what's driving my memory there. All
0: right, do you have any more right. spoilers in the?
1: Um, let me, I'm double so checking. This was from episode or episode
3: from issue 15. So, th- so this is the this last is like the comic, like, panel. <laughs> yeah, this is the last panel, but we do have um a cover to talk oh. about. So he's he did I I believe he also had a few like some, like one off variants in um. The High Republic. Uh, he did, I think. Trail of Shadows. There's like one with the skier um, holding a lightsaber. um But the one we're gonna talk about right now is his. Uh, it's not at all out yet, but his cover, his connecting cover for Crimson Rain. I do have the first three of these. So good. Yes. So it's so cool. We got Vader on uh, the first one, and then Palpatine, and then a um tie pilot tie fighter uh, who, uh, who is leading a a legion of tie defenders and then uh ren and then of, i mean of course kira i guess definitely we, i guess we know who that type who that pilot is now
2: that's
3: who I, that's who i'm thinking it is i need i need to reread it if you, I don't if know, you like, zoom I, in I, on that
2: and the markings are blue then i think it is yeah
3: yeah, yeah i i've had aii i've had a hard time tracking what's going on in um vader and bounty hunters Same. for a while now well, to be honest
0: um i feel like i have wow. to wait until the arc is done then go back and reread
3: it I'm, you know i'm true. pretty sure it's valance yeah I, I think you're right uh, but yeah i mean he he it, the, i won't bet it he had he like draw, a black costume yeah the
2: way that he draws well specifically kira because most other people have helmets on um specifically kira is very good like it's it's really giving me those Amelia Clark vibes. It's it's hard to draw mm. like famous people, I think, in a like flattering yeah. light, and I think he does it quite well.
3: Yeah, capturing the likeness is very very difficult. I think um was it Steve McNiven? I think in War of the Bounty Hunters, War of the Bounty Hunters did it pretty well. Yeah. Um, but you know it, when you know exactly what they look like, and you, it's just awful, the slightest amount, your mind. like kind of messes with you so like that uncanny valley is a tripping hazard yeah yeah so uh, it's a i i got connecting covers for the bounty hunters i did not i wanted to do for this one but i just didn't get around to it but yeah tyler's got that is tyler's going for that set so i've got the i've I've got the first three
1: i've got the next two already uh ordered from my local comic store so yeah i'm gonna i will
3: show those off once uh once they're all in yeah, but, so, you know, it's wild, because, you know, we're not seeing any, you know, higher Public has been done for about a month now, so we haven't gotten any art from him in a while, but, you know, we have, on the horizon, Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan.
2: Yes. Kenobi. The King. Five
3: issues. Return of the King. Five issues of the, you know, everyone's favorite character, uh, penciled by Arion Andito, starting on May the 4th. I mean, can we ask for any more?
2: Um... I will ask for Charles ask to be on the round TV. table. That is what okay, I will say. we can
3: do that. <laughs> I, I was like, uh, I was like, you can ask for a TV show, but we're getting that too. Yes. We're getting a... Uh, it really is... We're getting Hayden you know, back. So brotherhood. He, I was going to say, will yeah. he be drawing Darth Vader then?
1: Yeah, probably.
2: Probably. I think I mean, that's a safe guess.
3: It is the Kenobi it,
2: Renaissance, and Ario is taking playing a big part of that. He'll,
3: he'll, draw, he'll draw Qui-Gon. He'll draw... Uh, probably Vader, Joel possibly, Kenobi, possibly Luke, uh, some version of yeah. Yoda.
0: Don't forget Yoda. He's
3: he's gonna, he's gonna be able to hit, do all the hits. Yeah.
2: yeah, Star Wars greatest hits Jedi edition. Well,
3: Ario has uh,
1: has left an indelible mark so far on uh, on our universe, and uh, and and we can't wait to see uh, what, what comes next because we are very excited <laughs> for the Obi Wan comic.
3: crossing our fingers that he'll be back for uh, phase two yes please uh, higher public comic I know I
2: am that is the one thing like I I don't really have too many expectations for what's coming next other than I know I'm gonna love whatever Justina Ireland and Claudia Gray Mm -hmm. do next because you know they're my absolute favorites but my other real hope uh is that ario comes back otherwise um i'm just kind of you know gonna go with the flow on this one um i just love all the high republic stuff so it's not too hard to please me there but certainly it would be a (laughs) great treat uh for ario to be back
3: yeah one thing is true when when high republic phase two rolls around i'm once again going to be spending way too much money on star wars content precisely
2: (laughs) precisely and we like it that way that won't be
3: until (laughs) october right correct um yes i uh, will october october but there's like a few f- small things i think they're coming out august september like or are supposed to they have some been officially announced but there are release dates for like the Higher Public fiction collection is like in august and then you have like the um or I guess these were officially announced like the art books mm. there's like two art books right. that are coming out around that time as well so Yeah I mean Jacob uh, and I yeah. are,
2: are we have like a, a release scheduled channel um in our Slack so that we can help the database team just, keep track and it is absolutely it's wild It's just <laughs>
3: It's just Emma every week being like, hey, Amazon emailed me saying that my comic book pre-orders were pushed back yeah. a week.
2: And then I have like six bullet points, like this one, this yeah. one, this one. And it's just, yeah, I mean, as Jacob and I know very well, and also Trev and Frank, who have to actually update our site, uh, know it is uh, not even just comics, but books. It's a very wild ride. It's it's a roller coaster every week. What's going to be delayed this time? Um, so, oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's interesting, but ho- hopefully hopefully we're still on track for for a nice uh october launch there for the higher public because i'm already and, missing it and it hasn't even been that long <laughs>
3: one th- one thing there's one thing that's up in the air that i still i have no we haven't ta- i don't think i've talked about this on the show is edge of balance volume 3. Oh, that's right like what is because what like at the end of volume two which like is like in definitively in wave three yeah. they're like oh yeah here volume three is coming out i'm like when what is, oh, it? What that's is right. it? Yeah, is it, is it is it is it now? Is it 150 years ago? What is going on? Who is writing it? Like, my issue
1: to I just checked my Amazon orders. Uh, I think it comes,
3: was it's like late March month? or May. Sorry, yeah, late I, saying, May. I think it comes yeah. next month. Yeah, it's out digitally, but it yeah, I haven't read it. I haven't like, read it, digitally, it Launches like yeah may 26th I thought it was much better like than the
2: first one and also like that's, I oh, am... yeah. that's what
3: people keep saying yeah yeah, yeah i, I, I pre-ordered the signed version
2: point. from djo's local Ooh. bookstore and i'm like oh that's gonna be interesting to see what happens with that
3: <laughs> but anyways
1: all right before we wrap up the show this week emma do you want to give our listeners a little insight into what we are doing next week and then what the rest of our sister shows are doing
2: yeah i'd love to so uh well i'd love to but i can't um (laughs) meaning that um we have a little surprise for you guys next week that we're very excited about um
1: definitely encourage you to tune in live
2: yes, yes definitely tune in live um you know i i won't say much about it other than that we're extremely proud of it and very happy with it and super stoked to share it with you guys this is like i think it Like, if our anniversary show was next week, I would say that this was my favorite moment of the entire show. Like, no doubt, hands down. Okay. So I could could see that. Yeah, absolutely. So, really excited to share that with you guys. Uh, Definitely tune in live for that. Uh, And then tomorrow, I gotta scroll down here. Tomorrow on Legends Look Back is uh, the Han Solo Trilogy Part 2. So, definitely tune into that. Um, And then Monday on The Living Force is... A potential surprise but probably another draft and you know we love to see it it's gonna be a lego draft uh so definitely uh definitely tune in there um and and make sure to vote vote for your for your favorite teams um wait is is Corey doing
1: the lego draft is Eric still in the chat because I I, I thought I didn't want to do do these drafts
2: (laughs) I assume Eric uh, I mean sorry I assume Corey is doing the draft uh, and if so, we need to see if he keeps up his winning streak.
1: Because I definitely uh, volunteered to be a part of this draft. I, I did as
2: well. After, heard, heard, I did heard, as well. Heard nothing <laughs> of it. I, I essentially, I essentially told Eric. I said, if, um, if Corey really hates drafts, you know who really loves drafts? I do. So besides, need- <laughs> a, besides
1: our community, our
2: community loves drafts. That's very true as well. I mean, Corey, are you listening? Are, are you listening? But also, if you don't want to do it, that's also fine. Like. <laughs> But anyways, it'll be a lot of fun. You know that uh, all of us really love drafts. And speaking of that, I, I got to think of another draft for us to do. That was a lot of fun. So that, that got my wheels turning. I was about to say, if we'll this keeps, keeps up, we'll, we'll have
0: our own u draft podcast.
3: I know. See, I got... I got last in the last draft we did, so I don't know if we should do another one, <laughs> Oh, to
2: be come, on. come on. It's like... Well, it's like... Okay, fine. We'll, we'll
0: do it while you're halfway across
1: the country, okay?
3: Or exactly. Yeah, that yeah we
1: got plenty of time to, to, to throw yeah, a draft get, get,
3: your, get your drafts out there during the you. summer. Exactly.
2: I mean, you probably well, have on. reasoning similar to Corey's. Like, he wants, no, so he doesn't want to do no, it anymore. Hold on.
0: Speaking of drafts, <laughs> didn't you win the Fantasy Football League? Or oh, yeah.
3: Well, that's, that, you that, know, that that has, doesn't that's have math. That's math. Like, that's skill. There's a draft for that, right? No, i i won it based on my draft of jonathan taylor last year Didn't like the fourth in second, round though? and it being a, and then being a keeper league uh i think so i yeah. think i think did. i think i think I, did. Think I, did. I think the three of us made were, we're top four yeah,
2: we i believe so I think, yeah so we are mathematically awesome at drafts i know mm. all three of us made the
1: playoffs and i don't remember if it was four or six teams made the playoffs but yeah i think jacob's right yeah that we finished
3: i think i finished fourth emma finished third and jacob won Something like that. Anyway, I I know I got first. That's what matters. All right. Anyways. (laughs) Anyways. All right.
1: Well, I think that is going to do it for this week's episode of The Cosmic Force. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the show right here on YouTube where you can hear us live every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. We also encourage you to subscribe to our audio version on whatever podcast platform you listen to. You can also follow us on Twitter and tweet at the show at Cosmic Force Show to stay informed about Star Wars comics happenings or follow the hosts individually. I'm at Ty Rags. Emma is at Irma jedi 26 Caleb is at Caleb Lamanek, and Jacob is at Jacob Bosch. For reviews, articles, and news for the rest of the expanded universe, be sure to visit UTN.com. We also encourage you to join our UTN Discord community by going to utini.com Discord, and you can also help support the show by heading to patreon.com slash and start receiving exclusive perks starting at just $5 a month. A special thank you to OK Endar, Brian Dooley, Earl Q, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council, as well as Matt Bellington, Elizabeth Cloutier, Uh, freddie c and sally and chris eilerson on our alliance high command for their amazing support thanks again to emma caleb and jacob for hosting me tonight special thank you to those of you that joined us in the chat and as of course as also another special thank you to those of us listening to us wherever and whenever you are we truly appreciate you we hope to see everybody next week live remembered live for our special uh, surprise show but until then may the force be with you